0: Today on Locked On Anaheim Ducks. Welp, another year of this. Yep, one more year. Oh, wait. What? Do I have to do a show today? All right, we'll talk about it on today's Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. How's it going, everyone? Um, I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez, covering hockey for way too long. A reminder, you can hear this podcast on Apple Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcast, or the new Odyssey app, which is A U D A C Y. Don't forget to follow the show on Twitter at L O underscore ducks or follow my personal Twitter at StimpyJD, but only if you're nice or I don't know. All right, so yeah, we're, we're just going to do a show today. I mean, I'm sure you guys just saw the news, so I'm just going to re- rehash the news that some of you may have seen if you haven't seen it yet. Uh, yeah, it's confirmed that GM Bob Murray is going to be here for another year and coach Dallas Eakins will also be here another year yeah I'm I'm just gonna read it as is because this is just one of those things um he's confirmed that coach Dallas Eakins will be back for the 2021-22 season oh Ducks fans I I know how you feel trust me I know how you feel Bob Murray being back for another season He may have come around a little bit, but having coach Dallas Eakins back after the abysmal stunt that he pulled last season, I can now say last season because this season's been over for a while now. He benched Trevor Ziegler. He benched a bunch of players, mishandled his bench, mishandled who he put out there on what lines. Look, we, we know it. We like I've been watching hockey for a long time. And I know a lot of fans listening to the show have watched hockey for a number of years and probably feel the same way. Coach Dallas Eakins should have been fired. And frankly, I'm a little bit surprised that they're going to allow him to just play out his contract. I doubt he remains with the Ducks after next season. Look, this is going to be another retooling, rebuilding year, or as he's now calling it a rebuild. Wait, what? What? Did I hear that right? Yeah. Yeah, you, you heard that right. Um, So he said, we waited a year or two too long for this rebuild, and he doesn't understand the team's scoring woes the past couple of years. Oh, wow. Okay. He also said some players don't go to tough areas enough. It's, yeah. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I don't know what to say to that. Let's start from the beginning of that statement. First off, he actually used the word rebuild. Oh my God. You mean he didn't use the word retooling? A um, miracle of miracles, I guess. And he said that we waited a year or two too long for this rebuild. Wait, so are you saying that the last couple of years have not been a rebuild? What has been the last couple of years if it wasn't a rebuild? This is silly. It doesn't make sense. Then he said he doesn't understand the team's scoring woes. Okay, I'm going to stop him right there. Uh, the team's scoring woes is because he's not getting the best talent out there and still paying too much money for guys that don't produce or don't score. I hate to say it, but so far, that $3.9 million for Kevin Shattenkirk has not been working out the way they had hoped. Almost $4 million for that kind of production. That's going to look really bad on GM Bob Murray and the rest of the front office. I mean, stuff like that is why they brought in Solomon. I mean, good good for the Ducks to at least make a really good move, a very good move, and snatch Jeff Solomon away from the LA Kings. That was great move number one. And believe it or not, this might be teams going in opposite direction. Um, I'm just going to come on and say it. The LA Kings, they're kind of on the downturn right now. They're doing a lot of penny pinching. That's all I'm going to say. They're doing that right now. And letting go of Jeff Solomon is one of those moves going in opposite directions between Solomon and the rest of the front office. That's not good news. It's really not going to look good for the LA Kings the way they're going. Maybe the ducks are starting to turn it around now that GM Bob Murray kind of admitted, Hey, you know what? Um, Maybe maybe this is the direction that the Ducks need to go in. Maybe they do need to rebuild. Maybe it actually is time. Him admitting that? Good for him. Good, Great for him, actually. Not using the word retooling. Thank God. Just call it what it is. Get it over with. Oh, and then he said some players don't go to the tough areas enough. And by the way, that's courtesy of Helene Elliott. So thank you, Helene, for that. Oh, boy. Some players did go to the tough areas, or as I call them, the dirty areas. There are a couple players that did that. But can you blame Sonny Milano for not wanting to go there because he's had concussion problems? Can you blame Andre Kasha for not going there last season because of his concussion issues? That's one player that I really hope will come back and play some more games with the Boston Bruins because he deserves it, frankly. Oh, by the way, there's more quotes from GM Bob Murray. Okay, so... He said the Ducks are going to choose, quote, the best player available, end quote, in this upcoming draft, and it's loaded with a lot of defensemen and goalies. And what else he says is, you can always get D-men. Defensemen are always valuable to move. So is he only going to get a defenseman in the draft in order to move him? When it's a top four pick, if you're going to get a defenseman, you're not going to move him. Not in top four, top five. This year's draft has maybe two or three elite defensemen, and that is it. If it was maybe an 11th or 12th pick, I could understand getting a defenseman to move them. But when you have a guaranteed top four pick and a guaranteed top three defenseman, yeah, you're going to keep them. Come on, Bob. Play this right. All right. Uh, We have more bob murray quotes and more on the exit interviews and we're just gonna head to the break right now so let's talk about built bar the best tasting protein bar in the land that come in several great flavors including cookies and cream mint brownie cherry barcia among others they are healthy for you they are delicious they taste like a candy bar they have 130 calories only four grams of sugar and packed with 17 grams of protein so they're delicious they're healthy They are high fiber, great for you. So go to builtbar.com right now. Use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order of Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar in the land. All right, Uh, we're just gonna come back. We'll, We'll talk more about this. Stay locked in. Welcome back to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. And this show is brought to you by the Locker Room app. I will be on Locker Room tonight at approximately 6.30 p.m., Right around when intermission will be between Minnesota and Vegas in tonight's Game 7. So approximately 6.30, could be earlier, could be later, who knows. But yeah, I'll be on the Locker Room app tonight. And that is the Locker Room app, which you can find on the iOS store. And it is changing the way we talk sports. Yeah, okay, let's see how I feel tonight when I when I do this and by the way I'm just gonna keep this music playing. I'm just in one of those moods. Just just keep it playing Um, For those of you that don't know This is a local band. Uh, One of my buddies is the band leader for the mad hat hucksters They do a terrific job with all the different music so yeah, great band. Uh, local band, by the way. They are based out of San Diego, California, which is the home of the San Diego Gulls. So yeah, go ahead and check them out. That is the Mad Hat Hucksters. Always like giving them a shout out. All right. So I'm, I'm, I'm just becoming a little bit just ah, like hearing some of these quotes, hearing what's going on during the exit interviews. It's just it, it boggles my mind. It really does. The initial quote that Murray and Eakins are coming back, fans already want their heads. They've been wanting their heads since March. No, better yet, they've been wanting their heads since last season. So where do the Ducks go from here? Uh, I, I have a feeling that next year is going to be a long season. I just already have this inkling that unless the Ducks move up to number one or number two, next year is going to be long It's going to be painful. It's going to be another losing season. And it could very well be my third consecutive season covering a losing team. I'm just going to wait for the inevitable to happen. So for those of you guys that keep listening, thank you all. Like, Thank you guys for listening. I I know it's tough. I know it's very tough being an Anaheim Ducks fan right now, knowing that the direction they're going, it is going up but it's going to take some time. It it really is. And I know Coach, or sorry, Coach Eakins, he's had his issues with players the past year. And GM Bob Murray, you know, for what it's worth, GM Bob Murray was around when the Ducks were a lot better. So, you know, at least him now saying and admitting that it took a year or two too long for the rebuild, and he's now acknowledging it, That's the first step. That's, to me, a good step in the right direction for the Ducks. Is he going to tear everything down? Probably not. I don't think he's going to tear everything down because there are some very good young pieces. There are some pretty decent complementary players that are not getting paid a ton of money. So that's good. You got Drysdale. You got Comtois. You got Zegris. You still have John Gibson who is still one of the top-tier goalies in the league. You still have him. Look, you have great goalies in the pipeline. Anthony Stolarz is a great backup. Look at the future. Look at the future. Lucas Dostal had an amazing three games in that series against the Bakersfield Condors. He is going to be a possible star in this league given the right tools, given the right amount of time to develop. The Ducks will get there they're young oh there's some more by the way there's some more that GM Bob Murray just said uh, this is coming from Greg Beecham here's what he said quote, oh and this is regarding um Ricard Raquel's curious offensive decline when discussing the Ducks scoring woes. Well. oh this is good quote Ricky has had two years in a row where he's just not scoring and he does get scoring chances we've got to get them back on the right page end quote this is not a super curious quote. It has been curious to see Ricard Raquel just kind of going up and down a little bit. You know, I've had friends say, you know, Ricard Raquel, he has some good moments, but there are moments where he just drives you mad. I, I see that. Um, Raquel doesn't get into the dirty areas enough. He's not a bad player in that, in that wing position. He's really not. And he does get his chances. I mean, a couple of games this season, his expected goals scored would have been above one. He just had a little bit of bad luck, hit a post, missed by a couple of inches, just, you know, broken stick. But he's had some pretty bad luck this season. He should have had maybe 16, 17 goals this season. Raquel could have easily gotten fit above 15 goals this season, and it just never happened. It never did. So that's definitely some bad luck. But again, there were some moments where, you know, he would make an errant pass or he would just get the puck and do nothing with it. He did nothing with it at times. What the hell are you doing, Ricky? Come on. But hey, one more big positive. I'm going to try to end on a positive note before heading into the second intermission. I mean, the positive is. And this is from Felix Sicard, and I just got this. So I like this. He's finally getting on board with analytics. So I'm just going to read it verbatim. This is from Eric Stevens just a couple minutes ago. Ducks GM Bob Murray on hiring Jeff Solomon as the vice president of hockey ops and assistant GM. Here's what Bob Murray said about that. Quote. Jeff brings the analytic components to our organization that really needs to be upgraded and moved forward. I just haven't pushed hard enough to move it forward. This was a good time for us to do that. We got lucky. End quote. Finally! Oh my god. Okay. This is a great quote. Bob Murray is... Finally admitting that, yeah, they're behind on the times on analytics. Look at the job Jeff Solomon did with the LA Kings. He built up that analytics department from the ground up. He did in the past maybe decade. He slowly built it up to where they were kind of not going nowhere, but they were starting to middle around in 2010, got a little better in 2011. It was at its zenith, not in 2012. No, they were still figuring themselves out in 2012. They just happened to win a Stanley Cup as a lower-seeded team. They were the number eight seed going into the playoffs. Everybody knows that was a hot goalie. That was Jonathan Quick. He carried that team to the Stanley Cup with the help of Jeff Carter in 2012's run. 2013, they got better. 2013, 2014, 2015? That's where the analytics... That's where they shined, folks. That's where they really shined. And that 2014 Cup run, even though there were a lot of close games, that was a very, very good team in Los Angeles. Let's just admit that right now, Ducks fans. They were very good. Then again, the Ducks had a pinch on for blowing Game 7s at home. But hey, that's neither here nor there. I'm just telling the truth. I'm not going to say, oh, rah, rah, Kings fan. No, no. I'm just going to tell the truth like it is. The Kings had a great analytics department. On paper, the Ducks should have won in 2014. On paper, on paper, the Ducks could have easily gone far in 2015, 2016, 2017. They could have. On paper, on basic paper, not analytics paper, because there may have been a couple of holes in that lineup even back then. So for, for Bob Murray to even admit this, great for him. Yes, they're way, way behind on analytics, and they definitely need to build up a bigger and better department right there. So maybe if they hire the right people in their new analytics department, Maybe that will put the Ducks in the right direction, maybe. But Bob, what took you so long? Like this is the kind of stuff that's going to drive fans nuts. This is going to be the kind of thing that drives media people nuts. It really is. (laughs) I mean, Eric Stevens even said it right there, a bit of self-owning there. Yeah, no kidding, that's self-owning. Like what took so long? Oh boy, okay. Oh, one more bit of news, by the way, just uh, within the organization. Uh, David Urquhart, he's going to take over as the new coach for McGill University on their men's hockey team. So the San Diego Goals, they're going to be in need of an assistant coach down there in San Diego. So, I mean, hey, great for him. The Goals could use a great assistant coach. Who's available? Who's available out there? Who wants to coach the San Diego Goals? They got a great team. Go down there. Try out. I'm I'm kidding, of course. Okay, let's just head to the second intermission because I'm I'm slowly losing my mind here, as you can tell. But this show is brought to you by BetOnline.ag, your one and only trusted online sportsbook. And they have all the sports going on right now. Major League Baseball, do not bet on the Pittsburgh Pirates, folks. Look at their sloppy, sloppy defense. Look at their yakety-sack-style defense. Don't bet on the Pirates, folks. So you have MLB. Bet on the Dodgers, maybe. Hey, oh, they also have the NBA playoffs. And look at that. Look look who's got a 2-1 lead. The Lakers have a 2-1 lead. You know, if you'd bet on the Lakers last night, you could have made some pretty decent change. If you had bet on the Dallas Mavericks you would certainly be making bank right now because the Mavericks came in as the underdogs. And if you had only made a bet on betonline.ag on the Mavericks, you could have made some bank. Oh, and there's the NHL playoffs too. But, you know, some people care about that. So go to betonline.ag, use promo code LOCKEDON to get a 50% welcome bonus. So for example, let's say you deposit $218.00. Then you'd get a $109 welcome bonus. How about that? All right, that's betonline.ag, the exclusive online sportsbook of the Locked On Podcast Network. And please gamble responsibly, folks. Please do that. I beg of you. Like, don't bet on number 16s in the NCAA tournament because that'll only hit once every 40 years. Okay, uh, we're, we're going to come back. We're, we're just going to keep going. Stay locked in. Welcome back to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. All right, I'm, I'm going to keep this short. I'm just going to keep this short because reasons. I don't want to get into a shouting match or I don't want to vent or anything like that. I'm, I'm just not. But there was a podcast that went out yesterday that was featuring myself, Sarah Avampado, and Robbie Lianio. And we talked about a very important conversation that... I think should be said and should be repeated over and over and over again. But I hate that it has to be repeated over and over and over again. And I hate that I have to keep bringing it up because there are people out there that make it very difficult for certain people to want to move forward in this sport. I think you know what I'm talking about. I'm kind of beating around the bush here. We had a conversation about, you know, bringing hockey to a more cultural audience. And just to not beat around the bush, bring it to a Mexican audience in Southern California. Look, other teams do a much better job of that. The LA Kings, they have their Dia de los Knights. They now have a permanent Spanish broadcaster and Francisco X Rivera, who does an amazing job. He did a great job doing the English language broadcast for the Ontario Reign earlier this season. Then you have the Ontario Reign, their minor league affiliate. They do a great job embracing that. They embrace it so much they have the jerseys that they wear from Violent Gentlemen. They really do a fantastic job of having inclusion for minorities, which is great. And then this got into a conversation I had with uh, more than a couple of folks earlier this month about why the San Diego Gulls don't do more, or very specifically, why the Anaheim Ducks don't do that, and that may have drawn some criticism yesterday, and I'm just going to speak out about this. It, it sucks. It sucks for me. Look, I've said this every episode. I say, welcome to Locked on Anaheim Ducks. I'm your host, Jason J.D. Hernandez. Hernandez. I I know what I am. Okay, I, I, I know, I know what the color of my skin is that that is not lost on me. I know that there are not many people that look like me that work in hockey, even like hockey. I get it. But that doesn't give people the right to treat those folks like garbage. It doesn't give them that right. And if you think it gives that right, I I mean, I'm I'm sorry. I, I just feel bad. There are brilliant hockey minds. Look. Look at uh, my my counterpart. Robbie Leaño. Family from Mexico. Part Mexican. Part Filipino. I mean, Robbie. Th- this is kind of a shout out to you too, Robbie. You know, you do a great job on Locked on Coyotes. Fantastic job. You know. Uh, This kind of stuff is hard for me to talk about because, you know, I've dealt with this. I I hate using the word racism. I really do. But that's not lost on me. And hearing horrible remarks can really do something. So I I just hope that we can move forward from this. And also a shout out to uh, Jesus Arate. Who has been on this show? He was the one and only color commentator for the Anaheim Ducks in their one and only Spanish language game. One time. One. You know when that took place? November of 2019. Remember that? Goal de Capitan. That was a, to me, that was a classic moment. And I wish. We would have gotten more than that. I wish it wouldn't have taken the Ducks 26 years to do that. And this is just a very, very sincere hope that they can do more of these nights. You know, make it a little bit more inclusive. That's just my hope, especially in Southern California. And I get that it's Orange County, but that's probably just the way it is. Do I completely accept it? I'm not going to say. But maybe it really is time for a change. So, yeah, I'm just going to end it right here. Otherwise, I'm going to become completely unhinged at this point. Completely. But I'm not. Okay. No, I'll give one more thought. I'll give one more thought on this. And no, there's no script in front of me. There's not even any notes or anything in front of me. This is just straight from the gut. Look at other teams that are not even in California. Tucson. Arizona, Phoenix, Arizona. Look what the Coyotes are doing. Look at their team president, who's a minority. Look at the amazing job that they're doing. They even have a dedicated Spanish language Coyotes Twitter account. That's great. They really, really embrace the Mexican heritage out there in Phoenix, and they embrace it even more in Tucson. Do you know how great that made me feel? getting to post all the stuff for the Friday game when it was El Lasso Night in Tucson. To me, that especially warmed my heart. And I think that was the favorite of my two games that I watched in Tucson. And it was partially because of that. Getting to see the mariachis out there, getting to just get on, like, tap into that side. I was applauding and kind of, like, dancing in the background along with the mariachi dancers. That was so freaking cool. And I may have done that once upon a time. I'll just say that as a kid. Yeah, I did a little bit of that. But anyway, so I'm just, like, singing and dancing and having a good time, you know, having the music out there. That was cool. Having the mariachis sing the national anthem. That was freaking cool. Having El Polvo. Wear the Sugar Skull mask along with the El Lasso jersey and them just taking everything to another level. That's great. I know the Gulls are capable of this. They've done this with other theme nights as well. When the Gulls did their 80s night, they went full in. Every song was an 80s song. The jersey, the caravan outside, everything outside the arena was 80s themed and that was cool. Tucson did the same thing. Everything outside the arena was Mexican heritage inspired. That was great. They had the anthem with the mariachis. A lot of the music they played in the background was either in Spanish or mariachi versions of some of our favorite songs from the 80s, 90s, 2000s. If you haven't heard like mariachi versions of Take On Me, for example, or mariachi versions of Beatles songs, you're missing out, folks. Cause it is so damn great. Okay, now I'm done. That's it for the week. Uh, don't forget to join me on the locker room app today. Um, yeah, just join me if you dare. It is tonight at approximately six thirty on the locker room app. Look me up at Locked On Ducks on the locker room app. You can hear this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Odyssey, or whatever apps you may find to. Uh, plug those into your little eardrums. What else? Oh, Twitter. I'm on Twitter at lo underscore ducks. My personal Twitter's at StimpyJD. Um If you want to email me, if you dare to email me, yeah, email me at lockedonanaheimducks at gmail dot com. I'm just gonna say this for the last time. Just end it. Um, for locked on Anaheim Ducks, I'm Jason Hernandez. Hernandez saying, have a great weekend. Have a great long weekend please please wear a mask be safe be kind to one another i'm gonna repeat that part this time be kind to one another and ducks fly together have a good weekend everyone